0: up everybody so inspired by Joey shout out Joey
1: everybody needs a Joey in their life
0: I am right now pulling up the all NBA teams why because I want to know Joey asked a question he said OKC Thunder in two years or Team USA who you got all right so first team all nba you got jason tatum he's gonna be a team usa guy joel mb not a team usa guy shay gilgis alexander well he's our guy luka not a team usa guy and nikola jokic not a team usa guy donovan mitchell second team nba will he be playing for the us maybe i don't know they're going in a different direction but he's good enough to play Steph Curry, probably play. Jimmy Butler, probably play. Jalen Brown, probably play. Sabonis, eh, he's not going to play. Third team is Fox. We've talked about that. You got Dame is third team. Julius Randle, who cares? LeBron James. Dave, what do you think when you start and start listing those guys and that group of players that you think about maybe like that's still in their prime, all NBA players. I'm missing some guys that would probably play for the Olympics, but I think I kind of got the core of that team. And you stack yeah. that up against our team. You're right,
1: though. Like getting to the All NBA team and, and the core of that is exactly it. Like I, um, I would have loved to seen Dominic Mitchell on this team, um, this USA team. I would have loved to see a, a couple of these guys play on this USA team. So, um. Yet, if you compare our all-NBA team to the rest of the world, it's, it's hard to compete. I mean, so, all right, getting back to what he asked. In two years, so let's just throw this out there, two years, Thunder's team versus the USA team, who wins? Uh, man, I got to say the Thunder. I mean, like, obviously, why not? I mean, like, if you have... Look
0: what you guys are here for, right? You you have Team
1: Canada, which will be a top five team by the time in two years, and I think Shea is going to be up there. What up, Jared? Dort is going to be there. You know, uh, obviously Josh Kitty is going to be one of the leaders to Australia. Um, You know, I think Chet will be on Team USA, so I don't know what we'll do, Um, but maybe we have two Chets. So one Chet goes to Team USA.
0: We get the other chat. I mean, it's a video game, right? Well, he might be one of the best players on the team, but they're not ready to give him the reins. Because up, Wash? Look, there's a pointless hierarchy in Team USA right now. I'm not digging it, dude. I don't think it's really good for stuff. It's why we look at the team, how it's built the way it is, because these guys have paid their dues, but it's like these young players are better. you got to give them a chance. But, hey, I get it. International yeah. basketball, you have to reward the players who have play, pay, played in the system for longer, but... Either way, it was going to be a group of players who had never really played together before. So, anyway, let's talk about it. Josh Gideon, two years. I I think he's a 20-point scorer, 10-assist guy. Um, A lot, maybe, like, you could look at a player like Halliburton with, except an elite passer, maybe not quite, maybe a 38% three-point shooter would be nice, maybe 40, but who knows. Um, Shay's already proven what he can do, but he'd be better at what, like creating for others and and being a a guy that can lift other guys up. Yeah. Um, you look at our posts with Chet, he's like, since you can only have one Chet, we're going to take him and they can fuck off. Yeah. Um, J Dub, same way. You know, we got two players that could be starters for Team USA, but because the hierarchy would probably be somewhere down the bench. So why not? We can take those guys with no sweat. What am I missing, Dave? Our depth is really solid, although their depth would be like they're looking at all-stars all the way down. And we're looking at guys that are exceptional role players like yeah, Kenny but, Hustle, j Isaiah Joe.
1: You got put team, team hustle, team effort, team love in there. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a team versus a bunch of guys that are playing together that play together in the summer ball. You know, like it's a different, it's a different game. And, and anytime that you say, Hey, I want to put up a, a team that's been playing together for years. And that's what I want to make sure, I, again, I like this USA team. All right. I like the, the spirit they have, but they're playing against a bunch of guys that have been playing together for a long time.
0: That's right. Jared thunder first,
1: you know? And, and so when you're playing against a team and that's why I go back to if the thunder's playing against the USA team in two years and this team is just straight up balling like how like why Why would you like would it be a competition for a bunch of guys like would it be a competition for a team to play against an all-star game against an all-star team hmm. like, like that, that's what I'm saying is like if you're going to go out there and not play defense and stuff like that then you know
0: like it, I don't know
1: something to think about got me thinking bro <laughs>
0: Got me thinking too. I was like, this is this is a dope question because we're homers and we would look at it and say, um, yeah, absolutely. I think the Thunder have that level of long-term upside. You had a player like Jang in two years who could be you know, one of the better players on Team France, Poku for Serbia, like both of these guys have really great upside. And um you get on the list, like we're we're loaded with international talent who with players who are gonna get opportunities that just would not get these opportunities for Team USA because it's only, you know, all NBA players who get to play on these teams usually. So um, I'm excited about the depth in that way. And it started just making me, and we talk about this a lot, you know, it was 13 years ago, I guess now, like 2010 summer. And we got to see like all of our best players play Team USA. And that was, that was an elite feeling. I was like, wow, this young team is playing in FIBA and, um, it's your know, Russ Harden and KD and Steph Curry and was in um, for Spain that year, too. I think Right. Right? Now, right. And then all of a sudden this year. Right. It's kind of the opposite. You have no players on Team USA, but international teams are loaded with our players being the best players on their team. So it's so phenomenal, bro. I feel better about this season than I did then. And I've been kind of reserved to, to express that because I felt like that was such a nostalgic season. I, I look at that as like kind of like, that's when I started walking around like a cocky motherfucker. Before then, I was like, yeah, the Thunder are good. You know what I mean? And, and they're going to be good. But we won 50 games and it was like, what's going to happen next? And then it was just like, you saw the team ball. In that oh, yeah. FIBA, you saw like Russ was one of the best players in the whole world. And you saw KD was the best player in the whole fucking tournament. And you saw Harden was easily one of the best players there. Um, and you realize this is like, this is really special. It didn't last as long as all of us would have hoped. But I'm looking at this and it's like, this is better. Yeah. This, this is better because right. I'm, I'm, I did not give a fuck about any of the games that were happening outside the U.S. last time, you mm-hmm. know? You mentioned right. Ibaka, but I I didn't watch Spain, Spain at all. Then, on top of that, when I look at it, I, I start thinking about, well, I'm watching these non-competitive, but they're super competitive scrimmages. They're not scrimmages. They're like friendlies. I don't know what they call them. They're not, they don't count. No. And people are like, oh my gosh, Canada lost. Like, yeah. I didn't give a shit. Yeah, You know, 13 years ago, if... Canada lost in a warm-up game. I didn't give a shit if they lost in the regular FIBA games. And now it matters to me. It matters to me what the green and gold do out there. Like, this is really exciting. This is the most excited I've ever been going into a FIBA thing. And I know we have tons of listeners who are experiencing this, and they keep being like, hey, you fucked up on this, or you said this wrong, or you forgot to mention (laughs) this. And I appreciate it because, like... It's like two little kids in a candy shop for the first time we're we're bound to miss some stuff, so keep us on our fucking toes
1: yeah and and it's it's just nice to be able to stop what for Jaden ten, ten minutes, right and 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 stop and and recognize that if we were just watching um team u s a and knowing that Spain had one of our players, it would be one thing, but knowing Serbia and knowing um. Canada and knowing I mean it's just fun man like it, it changes everything like France right uh if it wasn't for um um I can't uh, what's his name man we drafted him a couple years ago in the 10th spot um or 11th spot um Jang yeah Jang Jang for for France man he got injured but if he wasn't injured then he would be playing for France like this is exciting man like for the first time we're sitting here and saying oh my god like like, we're able to invest into watching the entire FIBA, not just one game, two games, and just what the USA is doing. And Josh Giddy, you know, in for Australia, like, this is, it's, it's phenomenal, man. It's, it's better than, it's better than playoff basketball at this moment. And, you know, like, that's, that's exciting. No, no, I, I want to say it's better than playoff basketball at this moment is because our playoff basketball last year lasted two games. Okay. And and we get to watch like people beating up each other in FIBA, and our players really shine because our players gonna play in and circumstances that they're gonna be really highlighted for what they can do. Like I expect if Poku plays a lot, he's gonna look amazing. You know, Josh Giddey is gonna be put in a position to look really really strong and really good. Dort and uh, Shea, same situation. You know, like this is this is this is good shit that's happening in front of us.
0: Dude. Better than playoff basketball. Maybe like a first series season, uh first uh, round elimination if you're like used to it. Like we were with like Russ and Paul George, where it was like season after season we're getting eliminated in the first round. Yeah. I would say I'd rather this than that, but this is by far the best. FIBA or most excited I've ever been about a FIBA. And here's the thing, both of our both of the players that are the best players on their respective teams, like in Giddy and SGA, it seems to me like they're going to be the best players on their teams for a long time. Or maybe that's not the right way to put it, because international basketball, it's not really about that. It's more like one of the cornerstones of the the entire program. Hmm. And if you have someone like that, that's there year after year and they can build the program around. Um, it doesn't really matter who leads the team in scoring or anything like that. It just matters. Like, can, can the team piggyback off the success that they're having in the league? And like both Canada and Australia are, I think what two of the top five teams in the tournament coming up. And it's going to be really, really fascinating. The first big game coming up, I don't know the date, but it's what Canada versus Germany, I think, or who are they playing first, man? It's, going to be a tough game I think they're playing France first Canada France is the first big game of the tournament it's going to be insane and I'm excited all right I'm pulling up the FIBA schedule man
1: Um, right here all right so uh, Friday August 25th um, we have France and Canada boom Um, I think it started right away We got a bunch of um, games right there, but nothing other than um, um, Jordan. Greece. What time? What time is that game? It's in Serbia (laughs) and China at eight AM Eastern on the twenty
0: sixth. Poku's not going to be playing that one, though.
1: Spain, New Zealand, or I'm sorry, Spain, uh, United States, New Zealand at eight forty AM, the twenty seventh. We see Australia versus Germany, Canada versus um, Lebanon. Um, oh man, man these, these it, start man. times are gonna be crazy. Yeah, it's gonna be all over the place. So it's it's all in the morning. So um yeah, it reminds me of one of those Australia.
0: basketball tournaments that families would have to go to, and they'd have like four kids, and you had to be like, okay, how are we gonna cover all the games? Yeah. <laughs> okay, you go to this one and this one. And I'll go to this one and this one, and that way every kid gets a parent. Yeah, dude. I'm up for gonna cover all the games,
1: Dave. I don't know, man. Um, I think we just uh, go, by, uh, um, um, go by seniority. Okay. So, when first Jay one. Plays, <laughs> so, Canada.
0: Well, I mean, I don't know, dude. I don't know if I can I see.
1: Know. I, I, I kind of want to see Australia play really, really bad, too, man. Uh, I can watch two at a time. I can watch two at a time, man. I wish we could figure out a way to, to share our screen so our people could watch two at a time with us.
0: Yeah. Yeah, well, seems shady. Dude, that one site that um, Buff? too cool, too cool. Yeah, BuffStream. Buff, shut out too cool. But BuffStream works. I can watch two at a time on BuffStream, bro. Yeah, paint
1: up. All out. right, man. Whoo. yeah. France and Canada is gonna be. It's gonna be a dirty, dirty game, man. Some of these, some of these brackets are gonna be like just totally fucked. Like everybody's gonna be playing in it. Just gonna be beating each other up.
0: Like, I know, but man, like, what for Canada to come out and lose to Germany, like Camille was saying, like, and then be like, you guys fucking around? Like, because we got to play France coming up and we can't be fucking around. Like, what do you, how does that work, bro? Like, I heard that the locker room was tense. They got a brand new coach. I guess the Raptors get a new coach. So they need a new coach for Team Canada, too. But, like, what is that? What is that like? How Bro,
1: it's, it's what happens when you have a, a younger squad and you don't have a true voice to the team, man. You know? And that just happens. Like, is, is Shea going to be able to step up and be that main guy on that team? Or is he is he going to rely on somebody else? Or is Dylan Brooks seriously that toxic that everybody just hates him?
0: You think that people don't like Dylan Brooks on Team Canada? I don't know, man. I don't blame him. He's gonna be the fucking scapegoat for the team. But Canada. I'm just saying, we don't like we like. Here's the thing: if, if
1: things aren't right and things are tense in the locker room, think people are upset, then everybody's looking at blaming somebody. So who's the scapegoat? Is it seriously a coach? Is it one of the players? Is it you know? Is it low hanging fruit because you know Dylan Brooks yelled at at Dort and Dort and him got in a little tussle? Like we don't know. We can just speculate. And I think that's the thing is fun, though. Dude, you're pulling shit
0: out of your ass. That is that's that is speculation, but that's that is... That's the best
1: is... part about it, man. I got a mic here, and there's tons of speculation down the road, bro. But I, I, what I personally think is Shay didn't wipe his ass properly, and then everything just went to shit.
0: I've heard from sources that Dylan Brooks is a problem <laughs> in the Team Canada locker room also. Dude, that's what happens when you get into boofing, dude. Take it off I'm the just... I'm just trying to like are you saying Shay or Brooks, bro?
1: Brooks, man. Come on. Mm,
0: okay. Okay. Right. He's a clown. You're the clown. You said rushed. that Shay wasn't wiping. That's what I thought. No, nah, I did like, Then you went to boofing and then you're like, oh, oh. Uh, yeah, no, it's the clown. It's
1: the clown and uh the um the the clown. <laughs>
0: You know what I like? I like how everybody can't say Twitter anymore. They have to treat it like Ron Artest when he changes his name to Metaworldpiece, and they're like, MetaWorld. X, formerly Twitter. Formerly known as Ron Artest. <laughs> dude, Ron Artest, dude. What a joke, dude. I miss him. Dude, oh
1: my god. I, I went back and do you ever watch that Malice in the Palace? Um, I never watched that um, 30 for 30. You gotta watch Malice in the Palace. Like, the way he explains it, you know? Did you know that he went in the
0: fans and he beat up the wrong guy? I, I imagine. Because how would you know which guy threw something? You wouldn't see, you wouldn't didn't. look until... Dude, you know what I would do if I threw something? I would duck. I would act like I didn't throw it and I'd walk away. You know how I know that, Dave? Because I've done that shit before. <laughs> <laughs> that sucker who was standing there, man. Oh my God. He got an ass kicking. But me, I got away with it. Dude, yeah. Um,
1: Throwing things into a big crowd or on stage at people is um yeah not acceptable anymore like it was <laughs> in the two th- early 2000s when uh, you and i would go to concerts so
0: the world is different now dave The world is different people are throwing way stuff cooler at. and it's way more uptight yeah dude yeah just chill just chill oh,
1: man. man what else we got going on dude uh dude i i want to say this i was thinking about this the other day Right. Mm -hmm. I was thinking about uh, the reality of where we're at with Kenny Hustle.
0: Mm. So, hang on. Where are we at with Kenny Hustle? Because I think he's one of the better um, role players in the league. He's like somebody that playoff contenders think could help him. I mean, if there
1: wasn't Dort, he would be our starter in that position. Why wouldn't he? He can play all five positions. He can switch on everybody.
0: He plays really hard, really because physical. Sometimes glue guys play best in glue roles and we've moved him in the store, starting lineup. When did he play best last year? I thought off the bench. I felt like mm-hmm. we, we put him in starting lineup spots for the last 2 years and his contributions were always when his best ones were like when he could create but a different when we tempo put him in the
1: starting lineup. Where did we put him at?
0: Probably small forward, but I can't remember. Small
1: forward, forward or center all right when we went small ball he would go to that center position and here's the thing about that he was always like overmatched and that's why he didn't have these great games but if you think about what we were trying to do there that's why i get excited about him because um, as much as as you need really good offensive players out there having somebody like kenny hustle that can shoot 40 percent from three that can drive and get back door very hard and then on top of that like his mismatch on defense because if he gets a smaller guy on him, he
0: makes that smaller guy look like a chump. So like he's, volleyball. bully ball. Let's call him the leader of the bench. Maybe not yeah. necessarily the sixth man, but like call, let's, 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 give let's him just that put title. it out
1: there. The reason I put that there is that because I feel like Kenny Hustle could start on 30 teams in the NBA right now. Think about that. All of them? All 30 teams, bro. Name a team that he wouldn't start for right now.
0: You, I mean, I'm not really good at these types of things without. But, but I'm serious. If like, you
1: have a player that can play shooting guard, small forward, power forward, even at small power forward, he can go in and out that lineup. What team would he not start for? That I mean, put him. I mean, he could play even point guard if you needed him for a little while. Like so. With that being said, is that is there a team that he wouldn't fit in? with playing at least top four minutes on their team. I, I just, I, maybe the Clippers. But even then, though, like, like, you move them over at the shooting guard or you put them at the small forward or you put them at the forward. And, and you know, like, I don't know, dude. Like, I just, I look sure. at Kenny Hustle as being one of those guys that no matter where he would play at this point of his career and what we saw with the 50 games that he played last year, I just have a hard time thinking that he wouldn't end up being at least, you know, a top four minutes per game for that team.
0: I think it, you also can make the same argument about Jay will. Like, there's yeah. not a lot of teams that couldn't lead the like lead use a, a lead leaguer league leader in charges. Um, <laughs> Isaiah Joe, second best three point shooter. By percentage in the league. Okay. So then you throw in Casey Wallace, the number 10 pick, who, you know, a lot of teams would find a spot for um, in the starting lineup. Poku. I mean, I think there's a bunch of teams he, he could be seen as valuable enough to start at this stage. Um, maybe I'm exaggerating his skill set. Um, but here's my thing like, you go, the, you go down the list and, and I'm missing people. Wiggins could earn serious minutes in this league. And he's on the outside of a looking in of this like next five group. I know. Um, But that's what's so crazy is
1: like, like coach D has this uh, deal. He's got to deal with and really it's, it's everybody's been talking about the top, you know, seven, eight guys, but the reality is it's, it's much more difficult than that because if you only play seven, eight guys, then you're leaving out Kason, you're leaving out Poku, you're leaving out all these other guys. And to me, like, that's, I don't see him stopping playing these other guys. I don't see him all of a sudden saying, Poku, you're only going to play 10 minutes a game. I'm sorry. Like, I, I don't. I, I see most of our guys getting 10 to 15 minutes a game that are f- uh, f- 10 through 15. You know? And if you think about that, that's 15 minutes a game for those guys. You know, and you go up and you start looking at the other guys on the bench, and they're going to get a ton of minutes too because I don't think we're going to lean heavily on our starting lineup. I just don't think we need to during this season. Like, we we might in certain games where we're like, okay, well, we have to play the entire fourth quarter here. But most of the time, we're going to be able to lean on the way that we play effective defense, high-paced offense, and the fact that we can substitute any of these guys in and out as quickly as possible, and we still cover down.:
0: That gives us a chance, because you saw like coach Degnall shorten his lineup in those play-in games. We have to be able to rely on the bench through the 82 games if we're going to be able to get a push out of the starters in the playoffs. Like that was like those two games were whoa. Like yeah. for those guys. None of them had been in that situation. The only one who had been in that situation was Shea, but he was a different role in a different yeah. role. and it took a toll on all of them. I feel very, very strongly that this is this next step is going to come from, like you're saying, relying on the bench, going 12, 14 deep in a game. But
1: Moani, you're right. You shorten the bench when it comes to the playoffs, and you shorten that rotation, but you don't define who that rotation is until the end of the season. Like, like you can't go out there and expect these guys, like old school and, and LeBron, playing 40 minutes a game or 39 minutes a game in the season or regular season. Like, we're not doing that to Shea. We're not going to do that to Stewart. We're not going to do that to Giddy. Like, these guys are going to average 30, 32, 33 minutes a game, and they're just going to clock up until the end of the season where they're able to put out, you know, 40 minutes a game at the end when we're playing in in, in the playoffs. And we shortened that bench up. But we're talking, you know, 83 games into the season. So, 83 games to get prep, yo.
0: 82 warm-up games. That's it, man. Best That's of life. It. I love it, man. Well, shit, dude, this is another day we got started a little bit late. Um, life is hectic right now. Yeah, Jared, tell... uh tell
1: you girl thank you for letting you stay in the car and, and listening to us because uh, that's pretty baller man
0: yo wash i want to say i i agree with your assessment like as far as like personally too you're saying like you're hoping that canada wins against france but if your country france wins you're cool with that like i'm going to side with thunder players throughout the whole tournament and like i'm cool if team usa wins i'm not going to be like bummed but I'm like, like I'm I'm cheering for Thunder players. That's what this tournament is about for me. Yeah, That's where dude. my loyalties lie. And I don't know if that makes me a traitor, but I don't give a fuck.
1: No, dude. Let's just be honest. Um, for the first time, in in the history of the game, like this is truly spectacular that that teams are going to be able to cheer for our players. Are or, or, I say teams uh, fans are going to be able to cheer for their their players that are playing in, on different countries all over the world and it's not going to be just people cheering for us and that's it and, and i know for a fact because people fall in love with these players you know if you're saying if you're playing against the us yeah sure like wash said you know i'm going to cheer for france but if you know if australia wins and that's okay you know or well, canada it wins. the other way around bro yeah, canada.
0: he wants canada to win but if oh See, and, and
1: that's what i'm saying is like that's how how like advanced this has become If this this is the same thing when when uh, uh players are playing in uh um, the soccer or football you know and mm-hmm. world cup is you see these fans that are cheering yes it's for their, their their country but it's also for their players that play for their organization and their team because you want them to see good yeah to see them do well you know like I, that's where I'm at you know that's where I get excited about I, I need to like to see that like I want to see this this is the first time we the only get time
0: to see it I feel like I would actually be like torn up in the tournament is if like Canada and Australia faced mm. then I'd be like <clears throat> in the championship in the championship
1: I would just sit back and I would just enjoy a, a championship game like that hell yeah
0: All right, dude. We should get out of here. I got to get out early, guys. I'm sorry about that. But next time we come back, we're going to debate who a championship would mean more to, Canada or Australia. Ooh. Nice. All right, guys. See you Monday.
1: Or wait. Yeah. See you Saturday. Today's
0: Friday. Today's Friday. We got another day, guys. We'll see you tomorrow. (laughs)